We don't know yet if this weekend will be the final game of the Penn State season, but we have one more football Friday to get through. I'm Ken McGuire, and this is Locked On Nittany Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get started. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And here we are, one final game for the Penn State regular season coming up tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox Sports 1, Penn State versus Illinois, the final game of the Penn State season. We're going to say regular season for now because we're going to get into it in just a moment, but we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet after this weekend. We don't know if there will be another game after this week. We don't know if Penn State's going to go to a bowl game, if they're going to make the decision that so many other schools have made to opt out. But again, We'll get to that in just a moment. And coming up later in our second segment, we're going to get into our final thoughts and our official prediction for the Penn State-Illinois game. And then coming up in our third segment, it'll be our Football Friday Rundown where we take a look at everything else going on around the country. Uh, This is obviously Conference Championship weekend, so it's a lighter load, but some very significant games moving forward as we get ready for the start of the college football playoff frenzy because those decisions are going to be made on Sunday as well. So a lot of stuff. To get into in today's episode, I want to make sure you are subscribed to this episode so, or this podcast so you never miss a single episode. We try to do these five days a week, Monday through Friday. We'll throw out a bonus post-game live reaction stream podcast for you as well over the weekend. And of course, the best way to make sure you never miss a single episode is to subscribe in whatever podcasting app you may be listening to us right now. And of course, you can also leave a rating and leave a review. That'll really help us out as we continue to move forward and continue to grow this podcast going into 2021. And if you haven't noticed everything else that's going on around the Locked On Podcast Network, there's a lot of big things happening right now. So things are in a good spot for right now. And I would love to be have you be a part of us as we go into the new year and should be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going into our second full off season here uh, with the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast very soon, but it doesn't mean that content's going to be short on short supply. So we're in good we're in a good position here moving forward, and I can't be more excited about where we are. Uh, and you guys are a big part of that. We want to keep you a part of that as well. Uh, you can also reach out to us on all of our social media feeds by connecting with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, all using the username Locked on Nittany. Now, it's kind of interesting because as I record these episodes, I'm always kind of keeping an eye on Twitter just to see what kind of tweets are being thrown out there. A uh, very interesting one out of the Pac-12 with reports of Chip Kelly not guaranteed to return at UCLA. Would be pretty interesting. Uh, pretty interesting move out west. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm not a huge fan of Chip Kelly being a Philadelphia Eagles fan, but uh, that is a hire that I thought uh, was going to have a lot more success there. But we're not going to talk about Chip Kelly. We're not going to talk about the UCLA. We want to talk about what's going to happen with Penn State after this weekend. Here's what we know. Penn State is playing Illinois. As of now, that game is still on the table here. I know a couple games have been canceled for Big Ten Champions Week. Penn State, Illinois, still moving forward, still planning on playing this game. That's good to see, certainly if you're a Penn State fan. Maybe not so much if you're an Illinois fan, because Illinois has kind of been kind of in a tough spot this week because they've let go of Lovey Smith as head coach, and uh, this just this season it just has not gone well for Illinois. But we'll get into the the, the deep thoughts about that game coming up in the next segment. What I want to talk about right now is what is Penn State going to do with regard to a bowl game. Let's just uh, hit the refresh button real quick. 
Every team that's in playing college football this year is eligible for a bowl game. Doesn't matter how many wins you have. Doesn't matter how many losses you have. The NCAA made that option available to every school out there that they will be eligible to play in any kind of a bowl game. And on top of that, even if they're not playing in an official bowl game, the NCAA is allowing some scheduling flexibility. So if schools want to play another school in a non-conference type matchup, they are able to do that. There are some restrictions on that, but basically you can create your own bowl game. And I think that's a pretty cool idea, certainly for uh, schools that may have a rivalry game or a good regional outlet that they can use uh, you know, that may be in a different conference. You can kind of arrange that. So I, I think it'll be pretty interesting to see how many schools take advantage of that opportunity and what schools uh, end up partaking in a creative bowl game. I want to see somebody go all out for that. I think that'd be really fun. But the reason I'm bringing this question up is because we have already seen a growing list of schools uh, come out and say that they are opting out of playing in the postseason uh, for one reason or another. And it all stems back to the fact that we're in a pandemic and these players and these coaches have basically been in isolation for a couple of months now. And we've seen a, a number of schools come out and say that uh, it doesn't matter what happens with the bowl invites, we're not going to accept one. The list of schools I have right now, and this is very this very well could have been expanded on since I got a chance to look at it earlier this morning, Thursday morning. Uh, so the schools I have on the list are Boston College, Kansas State, Pittsburgh, San Diego State, Stanford, Virginia, and Virginia Tech. Those are the list of schools that I saw that are opting out of the postseason. They're not going to accept any bowl bids. Now, obviously, uh, there have already been a reduced number of bowl games, and the fact that you know, a number of schools have already decided to opt out, I think that there could be some jeopardy for some of these other bowl games that are still out there. But as far as Penn State's concerned, it seems as though James Franklin has suggested that the, the team is going to come together and make a decision, and it looks like that's going to happen on Saturday. I don't know if it'll happen before they play Illinois, if it'll play, if it'll happen after they play Illinois. Uh, I don't know if it'll happen at halftime or during a timeout in the first half. I, I don't know when exactly that decision is going to be made, but I think it's the right way to go about it because everybody's going to have a different opinion on whether or not Penn State should go to a bowl game, whether they should go home and spend time with their families and reunite with them after so many years or so many months, I should say in isolation things have been pretty rough on everybody and especially james franklin we've talked about that before where james franklin is completely isolated from his family that's got to be very tough especially for a head coach that is all about family values and and bringing family into the program as well as the way that james franklin and his staff have done since they've come into uh, happy valley so i can imagine that there might be some heavy feelings about just not playing in a bowl game and getting a chance to reunite with their family but I'm very curious about how this is all going to play out. And I'm going to sit here right now and I'm going to tell you, I don't care what the decision is because as long as they make the decision that they feel is best for them, that's fine with me. And I, I, I'm greedy. I would love to see Penn State in a bowl game. I would love to get a chance to talk about it one more game with you guys on this podcast and on Twitter and on Facebook and all that stuff. But at the same time, I fully understand and recognize what these players and what these coaches have gone through. And hey, if they want to say enough is enough and they want to get back to their, with their families, you're not going to hear a complaint from me. I totally get that. And I, again, I'm not going to disrespect the decisions at any of these schools that I just mentioned uh, for opting out of a bowl season. And you know, I, I feel like it's a logical decision right now. I, that's just my personal feeling. 
But I still want to know what you guys think as well. So you can always connect with us on Twitter. Let me know. Do you think that Penn State should go to a bowl game? Will you be upset if they decide not to go to a bowl game? Well, I want to know what your feelings are. I want to know what your opinions are on this subject. So make sure you reach out to us on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany. All right, the weekend has finally arrived. Well, okay, maybe you have a couple more hours until you're officially at your weekend. But whatever the case may be, now is going to be a great time to just sit back and chill because... Quite frankly, you've earned it. You got to the end of the week. Now it is time to kick back, relax, get ready to watch some championship football over the weekend and Penn State, Illinois, and drink a nice, cool, refreshing Coors Light because it is literally the beer that is made to chill. And that's because it is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. And let's be honest. Nobody wants to have a room temperature beer, right? So, of course, you make sure that that fridge is packed with Coors Light, ready to go for your weekend. And, hey, if you're running low on Coors Light, the best news is you don't even have to leave your house to get more Coors Light delivered straight to you. That's right. They will deliver the Coors Light straight to you through their courier partners. And all you have to do to make sure you can get that delivered to you is go to get.coorslight.com. Load it up on your phone right now. Get.coorslight.com. And you can find out how you can get Coors Light delivered to you in the new package. And it's not too late to make sure that you are fully stocked and ready to go for your weekend of chilling. Coors Light is the one that I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. And of course, always remember to celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So Penn State gets a chance to pull within one game of that 500 mark. Yes, no matter what happens tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening, I should say, we know that Penn State will be hoping for a bowl game opportunity to even the record at 500 this year. And quite honestly, after starting the year 0-5, getting a chance just to have that as a possibility is pretty remarkable and a testament to just the kind of grit that this program does continue to show and demonstrate. And that's going to be on full display in this final game. I fully expect that Penn State will come into their final game ready to embrace the moment, getting one more opportunity to play on their home field a week after they thought that they could potentially have played their final home game. Now this is the real last home game of the season because they're not going to be playing another game here, right? So I think this is a situation that just trends so much in Penn State's favor right now. And I've said it before, and I'm going to say it one more time. Okay, Sean Clifford has come back as a starting quarterback for Penn State, and he has been just fine. He hasn't been making the mistakes he was making earlier in the year, and that bodes well for the entire offense coming into this game. The running game is probably still going to be running back, or I'm sorry, quarterback heavy with Sean Clifford and Will Levis getting their due uh, running the football. I feel like that's the the recipe that they are trying to work with right now. Even though they've got an emerging running back in Kevon Lee, I, I do feel as though that's probably going to be what we're going to see the most of out of Penn State this weekend with Sean Clifford doing his thing running the football, Will Levis doing his thing. They're probably going to be your top two running backs or rushers, I should say. But I I would not be surprised if this game plan offensively is pretty straightforward and similar to what we saw last week against Michigan State, saw the previous week against Rutgers. I feel like that works for them right now. And against an Illinois team that hasn't been playing really good defense all season long, I feel like that that should be good enough to win one more football game. And I fully expect that Penn State's going to win this game. Again, kickoff at 5.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. We should explore the opportunity that Illinois has in front of them as well. And what is the mindset for this Illini team coming into Happy Valley this week? The last weekend, we saw that Lovey Smith was removed as head coach. So they're going into this game with an interim head coach. And the way that this season has gone for Illinois, 
I don't know necessarily that that's going to be something where we have seen before, where an interim coach takes over, the players rally around the interim coach, they play some of their best football of the season, maybe score an upset win down the stretch or maybe win a bowl game, whatever the case may be. Not following Illinois too closely, I just don't get that vibe coming into this game. I feel like this is a program that has had a really rough year. They just let go of their head coach, and now they have to go on the road for one final game. There's really nothing to gain here for Illinois. So can they pull together and rally around their interim head coach and make some things happen this week? I don't see it happening, and I'm trying not to look at this through blue and white goggles or anything. But I just feel as though I've seen enough of Illinois this year to know that they're not really much of an offensive threat. And I know that Penn State's defense has had their moments where anybody can look pretty good against them. But I don't think that that's going to be the issue here for Penn State. I really do feel like this Illini team, not necessarily a dead team walking through the motions and just trying to wrap things up and get on with it. I just don't really feel like this is a program that's going to come into Happy Valley this weekend uh, in the middle of December, late December, if you want, and come out of this game with a win. I think there's much more pride on the line here for Penn State. I feel like there's a lot more riding on the outcome as far as the momentum and their confidence is concerned for Penn State. I don't see any intangibles that really favor Illinois unless Penn State reverts to some of the poor sloppy play that we've seen earlier in the year either on offense or on defense. And even if the offense does make mistakes and Sean Clifford or so someone else does turn the football over, is this an Illinois team that's going to capitalize on those opportunities? Again, I don't see that being a possibility here. So I feel like every way you look at this game, Penn State is absolutely worthy of being a 15-point favorite. Again, that point spread I checked on betonline.ag. Penn State a 15-point favorite. I feel pretty good about that. And Penn State has done a really good job of covering the spread the last couple of weeks, too. Just throwing that out there. They're 3-0 in their last three games uh, against the spread, obviously straight up as well. And I feel like that is a trend that you should be riding into this weekend. So I'm saying go with Penn State. Go for them to cover because I don't see how Illinois fires themselves up enough in this kind of situation on the road against a team that has been playing better the last few weeks, has gained much more confidence the last few weeks, and is looking to finish out the year at home with a win, that would do a lot of good for Penn State moving forward. So I'm saying go with Penn State. Go with them to cover. I think you ride that hot hand right now. And Penn State, as far as covering the spread, they're pretty hot. And yeah, they're going to win this game. So I've got Penn State winning this game 40-17. to Yeah, I'm calling it. I'm calling this a blowout. I think that Penn State rallies together, and this is just a blowout from the start to finish, and it's going to be one of the most complete games we've seen out of Penn State all season long. And we've seen a couple good performances the last few weeks. I think this is going to be the best one yet. I think they're going to finish out their home schedule in grand style with a blowout victory against Illinois. 40-17, to my official prediction. Put it out there. I'm saying take Penn State. Take them to cover that spread. It should not be a problem for you just before the Christmas holiday. If you need a little extra spending money for some last-second gifts, bet on Penn State this weekend. I think they roll in this one. 
There's absolutely no question that 2020 has been a drag for a lot of reasons. And maybe you feel like you're just not being able to get through some of those walls. It's been a tough year and that's okay. It's okay to feel that way. But if you're looking for something that's going to give you a little bit of a pick me up, something that's going to help you burst through those walls, then look no further than Bilko. It's the energy gel from the makers of Built Bars, the protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars. Bilko is something that I use on a regular basis. And it really helps me get through the second half of my work day. I'm on my feet all day long. I wake up early, well before a lot of you were probably even thinking about waking up. And I am pretty busy and it kind of wears me down throughout the day. But at lunchtime, I take some of those Bilkos, I put them in my lunchbox. Of course, I take them out of my lunchbox at lunchtime, I guess. But I make sure that I have a Bilko and it's really going to help me get through the rest of the day because I feel energized. I feel good and I'm not going to have that crash feeling. It's not like going to the convenience store at your lunch break and buying one of those energy drinks that you see on the shelf uh, or in the cooler or right by the, uh, the cashier. It's not one of those impulse buys where you're going to take it. You're going to feel good for a little bit, but then you're going to have that crash feeling. You know what I'm talking about. There's no crash feeling with the Bilko. Bilko combines energy gel with collagen protein. What is collagen protein? Collagen promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. This stuff literally makes you look better while it's going to make you feel better as well. You're going to feel a burst of energy. It really helps me. There's a reason why everybody at work kind of wonders how I have so much energy at the end of the day. It's because of Bilko. But definitely give them a look and try them out for yourself. Visit BiltGo.com and use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. One more time, use the promo code LOCKED, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, for 20% off at BiltGo.com. Let's go! Betting on college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. I can think of no better way to round out this episode and this week and I guess this regular season with one more Football Friday rundown. Hit that music. It is conference championship weekend around college football, and we'll get to all the conference championships in just a moment. But first, it is also Big Ten Champions Week. First time they've ever done this. I'm excited for it. I think it's a really cool idea, especially for this year. Of course, we will not get Michigan and Iowa. That game has been canceled as Michigan continues to go through their COVID-19 issues that they're working on. But we do have a pretty good slate of Big Ten football, including Penn State and Illinois, which we've already touched. All of the fun begins tonight with the classic Big Ten matchup of Nebraska and Rutgers. Because what doesn't say Big Ten football than a Friday night game between the Rutgers Scarlet Knights and the Nebraska Cornhuskers. The two schools that are the biggest distance apart from each other within the Big Ten footprint. It's a giant footprint if you haven't seen. But Rutgers is going to get the home opportunity against Nebraska. And I actually like Rutgers in this game. I know Nebraska seems like they are the favorite here, and they probably are the better team. But I'm telling you, I think this Rutgers team is ready to end the season in style one more time. They obviously got the win in their last game against Maryland. I think they finished it off strong at home against Nebraska. And I think Greg Schiano puts himself together a 4-5 and five team. Yay! Rutgers has a chance to be 500 as well this year. Let's not write that completely off the table. I'm not saying that Rutgers is going to be a force to be reckoned with in the Big Ten East for years to come, but I think this is a solid first year for Greg Schiano. I think a lot of things went well for Rutgers, and they're going to be a program that's going to continue to improve as long as Greg Schiano is there. I think they finished off the season with a win outright against Nebraska. 
There was one other game that was scheduled for Friday. It was actually originally scheduled for Friday night uh, with Purdue and Indiana, but both those schools have decided to cancel this game for the second straight week because they were supposed to play in the regular season finale. But they're going to need to cancel this game as well because both schools are going through uh, uh, various levels of COVID-19 issues. So that's unfortunate. We get we lose a rivalry game that was specifically used to create the schedule for this weekend, but that's unfortunate. Of course, uh, we'll get to the Big Ten Championship game coming up with all the other conference championship games, but that game, of course, is uh, at noon Eastern between Ohio State and Northwestern. We'll come back to that. Uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota will get a chance to play their rivalry game, and I don't know which way to go with this one. Uh, obviously, Wisconsin's a big favorite here. Minnesota had a tough year. Wisconsin's had a tough year as well. I don't think Wisconsin's nearly good enough to cover a spread here, so I'm going with Minnesota with a cover. I think Wisconsin gets the win at home. Uh, they'll keep that axe. I know that they take a great pride in Paul Bunyan's axe. I think it stays in Madison this year. Uh, another game that's going to be going on this weekend, Michigan State at Maryland. Maryland coming off a really tough loss to Rutgers. I think Mike Loxley and the Terrapins get the job done this weekend against Michigan State. Close out their year at 3-3 three and three overall. See what happens with the bowl, but I think uh, Maryland had some good things happen this year. Still a program that's growing. I think Michaloxi, uh has some room to improve, but I do think that obviously Maryland smacked the heck out of Penn State early in the year, so that's a big signature win, and they'll take that every year that they possibly can. But I think it's a, been a tough year for Michigan State. I think brighter things are in the line for them in the future moving forward. I just don't think that this was their year. It wasn't anybody's year, really, for a lot of schools. But there you go. There's your Big Ten Champions Week. Let's actually kick off our championship, our conference championship segment by taking a look at that Ohio State and Northwestern game. Ohio State is a massive favorite here against Northwestern, and I totally buy it. I don't think there's any way that Northwestern is able to hang with Ohio State. I think Northwestern's defense can represent themselves pretty well, but at some point, Northwestern's going to have to score, and they just don't have nearly enough in their arsenal to keep up with the kind of scoring output that I think Ohio State's going to put on. And I think Ohio State's going to benefit from, from style points in this game. I think Ohio State wins this game big time, locking up one of those spots in the college football playoff. I'm just going to quickly breeze through all the other conference championship games, starting with the games that are going to be played tonight, Friday night. You've got the Conference USA championship game between UAB and Marshall. Marshall only has one loss this year, knocked him out of the running for the New Year's Six Bowl spot. I think that Marshall wins this game, wins this game very easily at home. Uh, they're only a slight five-point favorite, I believe I saw, but I think that Marshall will take care of business against uh, UAB at home. They will claim that Conference USA Championship. Elsewhere tonight, the MAC Championship game. There is nothing stopping Buffalo. Ball State has had a pretty good year, but Jared Patterson, man, he is going to run up the yardage against Ball State. Buffalo wins this game going away. And, of course, the Pac-12 championship game between USC and the Oregon Ducks, who are swapped in in place of Washington, who wasn't able to play this game. And I think Colorado still has their equipment truck midway between Colorado and Los Angeles, just in case there's a last-second decision to send them to the game. But it looks like that ship has sailed. And it looks like Oregon is going to play USC for the Pac-12 championship game. This is actually the prediction I would have had at the beginning of the season, except I would have gone with Oregon. But now I'm going with USC. USC's going to find a way. He's on Slovis, man, making some plays happen. Uh, it's only a five-game season for USC up to this point. Uh, he has 1,601 yards, 15 touchdowns. He's going to add a few more to that total tonight. I think USC wins that Pac-12 championship game. So they obviously can't go to the Rose Bowl because that's going to be used as a playoff semifinal. And no, USC's not going to be in the playoff. But very curious to see where USC will go in the postseason. 
And of course, that'll silence some of the James Franklin rumors, right? Because Clay, Clay Hilton's going to have a Pac-12 championship, an undefeated team, go into a New Year's Six Bowl game. Yeah, we can put those James Franklin rumors to rest right now. And I know, Urban Meyer rumors too. All right, elsewhere, coming up on Saturday, there are some regular season games that are going on, like Texas A&M and Tennessee. Uh, I do think that Texas A&M will win their game and just kind of hope that they'll get a break to go their way in one of the other conference championship games. I don't think that's going to happen, though. But let's start with that Big 12 championship game, a rematch between Oklahoma and Iowa State. Oklahoma, of course, is the favorite here. Spencer Rattler's been having a really good year. He got off to a rough start, but really things have settled down for Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's offense is just a machine at this point. Iowa State is the one team that beat them this year. I'm sorry, two teams beat Oklahoma this year. Iowa State was one of them. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen again. I think Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game is just something I'm never going to bet against. They've got a pretty good streak in the Big 12 title game. I think they're 10-1 all-time in Big 12 championship games. Uh, that is a streak I am not going to go against. I think Oklahoma will take care of business against the Cyclones. And the Sun Belt championship game. I'm looking forward to this one. 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Coastal Carolina versus Louisiana two teams in the top 25. You don't get a Sun Belt matchup between two top 20 teams all that often, so let's embrace it this year. Coastal Carolina needs to win this game, though, of course, if they want to have a chance to play in that New Year's Six Bowl game because it goes to the highest-ranked Group of Five Conference champion. That spot was reserved last bowl season for Memphis, who, of course, played Penn State in the Cotton Bowl. But Coastal Carolina has been one of the fun stories to watch all season long. If you were there at the beginning of the season when they upset Kansas on national TV, maybe you're a part of that crowd. I know I'm a part of that crowd. I've been following them ever since that game for sure this season. They haven't lost a game. They've been very entertaining. They're having a blast winning games, which is just a whole lot of fun to watch. And, of course, they got the big win against BYU a couple weeks back. Now, Coastal Carolina with a chance to win against Louisiana, punching their ticket to a Sun Belt championship. That would be something that nobody saw coming at the beginning of the season. I'm all in on Coastal Carolina. I want to see them pull this off. I think it's going to be a challenge, though. I think Louisiana hangs with Coastal Carolina. But I do think the Chandeliers, Chanticleers, get it done this weekend. Let's move that to ACC championship game. That's going to be at 4 o'clock on ABC. Notre Dame versus Clemson. I'm going to tell you right now, I think Clemson wins. I think both teams get into the college football playoff. I think Notre Dame is in no matter what happens this weekend. I think Clemson obviously needs the win. Otherwise, they're not going to be in for the first time in a while. But I do think that Trevor Lawrence, Dabo Swinney in the ACC championship game, not betting against that. And I think Notre Dame is going to be just fine. They will get in. I don't know if we'll get a rematch in the college football playoff, but I do think that both teams are going to be heading to the college football playoff giving the ACC two teams in the playoff for the first time in the playoff era. Other conference championship games going on, Mountain West Conference Championship game, Boise State at San Jose State. I like Boise State. Even though San Jose State hasn't lost a game this year, I'm going with Boise State. Uh, Nick Starkle, though, has had a pretty fun season for the, Spart the Spartans of San Jose State, uh, so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, elsewhere, we have the SEC Championship game, number one Alabama versus number seven Florida, and no Dan Mullen. A two-loss SEC champion, Florida Gators, probably not a guarantee to be in the college football playoff, but it doesn't matter because you're going to be a three-loss Florida Gators team at the end of the day. Alabama's not going to lose. Alabama will punch their ticket to the top seed in the college football playoff with yet another SEC championship. And one final conference championship game that is being played this weekend. It's a pretty big one. The American Athletic Conference with Cincinnati and Tulsa. These two teams were scheduled to play last week in the regular season finale, but the game got called off by the conference, and now they get a chance to play in Cincinnati for the conference championship. Cincinnati's been in this game uh, the last couple of years. They've fallen short. Now is their opportunity. 
to wrap up their hands around a spot in the New Year's Six. If they win, Cincinnati will be that team in the New Year's Six Bowl lineup as the highest ranked group of five champion. I don't think Coastal Carolina has a chance of passing Cincinnati. They do have a chance of passing Tulsa though. So if Tulsa does win this game, I think that opens the door for Coastal Carolina. So I'm putting it out there. I'm rooting for Tulsa. I want to see Coastal Carolina in the New Year's Six Bowl game. I don't care if they get uh, mopped by Florida by 50 points. I want to see this Coastal Carolina team in a college football playoff New Year's Six Bowl game. And if that's not going to happen, then why are we even playing these games this weekend? So there you have it. I, I'm, I like Cincinnati to win, but I'm rooting for Tulsa. I've got Alabama, I've got Oklahoma, I've got Ohio State, and I've got Clemson in the Power 5 Conference Championship games. I also have USC in the Pac-12. So there you have it. And at the end of the day, on Sunday, when we find out who's going to be in the college football playoff, I think it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our live post-game reaction stream that's going to go live on Twitch shortly after Penn State's game against Illinois goes final, whatever time that may be. So stay tuned. Head over to our Twitch channel. Make sure you follow and turn on your notifications. But we'll also put the word out on Twitter and maybe even on Facebook as well so you guys know when we do go live. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. Thank you so much for checking out everything that we've got going on the Locked On Podcast Network, including Locked On Big Ten Podcast, the brand new Locked On Bets Podcast. Lots of great stuff happening around the network, especially if you're looking to get some gambling advice. And, of course, check out some of the ongoing college football conversation. You can catch me on the Thursday editions of Locked On College Football as well. Like I said, so much going on on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're just happy to be a small part of it. So make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast app, leave a rating, leave a review, and don't forget to check us out on our social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch using the username LockedOnNitney. Once again, I am Kevin McGuire. You can give me a follow on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Check out my college football commentary on Athlon Sports. And, of course, check out my Patreon at Patreon.com slash KevinMcGuire. Now... Have a great weekend. Enjoy your final Penn State game of the season, at least for now. And then the next time we talk, well, we'll do the live post-game reaction stream. But when we come back from Monday's episode, we'll know all the bold details, whether or not Penn State is going, and if they are, where they're going, and who they're playing. I'm looking forward to recapping this weekend's game and looking forward to whatever comes next for Penn State. So come back on Monday. Make sure you check out our live post-game reaction stream over the weekend. And until next time, everybody, have a great weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully you are as well. And I will talk to you on Monday.